live from the nation's capital, 24 hours or so removed from the chaos that was round one in the NFL draft, which you and I knew. Yeah. We said we said this was going to be exactly what we got. It was March Madness, but in the NFL draft, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew, BetMGM tonight. You can watch us on Twitch and YouTube. You can watch. Maybe you'll stand up in your chair again tonight. That made its rounds yesterday. Somebody asked if you were in your boxers because yeah, your that. shorts kind of hiked up, and I said you took your pants off because you got so excited. Uh, yeah, my wife... Uh... I, I, those those shorts are very European. Those oh. are, those are short shorts. I like to show off the legs. I rock the short seven inch inseams, my friend. Yeah. Seven inch. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. Hey, you put in the work, you show off those legs. Got to show, got to show a little leg, man. Nobody wears the big baggy shorts. We've seen Not the commercial anymore. with Chris Ball. Exactly. Those are old school. Yeah. Jalen Rose said so. Yeah, yeah. We ain't we're not members of the Fab Five. So no, no. Um, good night in the NFL draft. With Bryce Young going number one, CJ going number two, with Witherspoon going under pick six and a half, everything ended up working out pretty well. Unless you're Will Levis, who uh, tonight, I don't know if you know this, will not be in attendance. He will not be in the green room. There will be no cameras on Will Levis tonight. So uh, I, I just can't believe that we went from Will Levis because of a Reddit post getting steamed to go number one overall to Will Levis possibly falling out of the top five to top ten to falling completely out of the first round. And i got to be honest, man, I'm not buying that he only fell out of the first round because of the injury that forced him to miss two games last season. Oh, absolutely not. I've been saying this for the last year. Uh I've never been a a Levis guy. Uh, There's, There's a lot of talk today about teams being turned off by his interviews. Too cocky, too arrogant. Uh, the, The mirror selfie pictures. See, organizations, a lot of people don't maybe know this, but the whole, like, quarterbacks that are 5% body fat and look like a bodybuilder, that doesn't work well. And and teams and scouts have seen this before, and it you don't have the flexibility just to be a to, to be a successful quarterback. You have it's, it's like Tom Brady never lifted weights. It was about flexibility for him. That that was the whole thing. Plus, too, have you ever met somebody that, well, maybe in their early 20s, but the, the mirror selfie thing, come on. You, you want your starting quarterback doing that kind of thing? No. Like, I know that's a thing now with Gen Z and, well, millennials. We probably were like that when we were younger, too. But we've matured now. We're mature now, Ryan. It's he's, he's kind of off-putting. Yeah, th- I find it really weird, like, when I'm in the gym and I'm just, like, trying to get in and out and you go and you shower or you sit in the sauna and you got the guy that's, like, really going to town on himself in the mirror with the camera and he's well, careful. The he's doing angles. what? He's doing what? Going to town on himself? Well, that too, maybe. Yeah. But in, what's weirder, though... There's two guys that work out at the gym, probably around like Burlow's age. They don't wear shirts, especially on back day. Wait, they they, they and, go shirtless in the gym? In the gym. Where do you work out? In Bethesda. <laughs> I'm not gonna name the is place. It, is it Muscle Beach in, in, in no. LA? No, that's the thing. Like nobody everybody else is clothed. And then they start taking photos of each other. And he's like, get this, get that. And they're oh doing these, like, YouTube God. videos. Oh my yeah. God. And then in the locker room, they do the same thing. He's like, get my back. And, uh, Those are the worst, worst people on earth. I'm surprised most gyms have rules like you have to wear a shirt. And just when I thought, and, and of course, like, they bring their girlfriends in. And, and you know, shout out to them. Uh, they're doing well, the guys are. But I really started to hate them about three and a half, four weeks ago when one of the trainers is like, hey, what are you guys up to this weekend? He's like, well, actually, we're going to the Machine Gun Kelly concert tonight. And I was like, oh, no. I hate these guys even more. <laughs> I didn't think I could hate these guys Machine- even more. They listen to Machine Gun Kelly. He's though. back rapping again, by the way. Oh, no is more, he? No well, more he uh, emo. He's back to rapping again. Is he again. back with Megan Fox? Uh, I don't know. If he blows that, that's a big mistake. Yeah, Although apparently sticks. they like drink each other's blood or something. There's weird weird things going on. Yeah, she's on with weird that. too. I'm yeah, a, unfortunately she is. I'm not a fan of either of them. You know yeah, what I am a fan yeah. of, though? The National Basketball Association. Are you in tonight? You back in? Not yet. 
Um, what do you mean not yet? I'm going to bet some NBA tonight, but I haven't yet. I bet a bunch of baseball. I was just on with our boys uh, on the MLB network. So bet some baseball today. I don't have a whole lot for the draft, man. I Not that I don't want to. Just nothing available, really. There's not much. Are you? Have you decided if you want to bet where Will Levis could go? I don't like that because there's too much volatility right now. Teams are talking about trading up, and he may drop yeah. a few more picks even. There's just It's so unpredictable at this point once we've gotten past the first round. I do. I want to bet him to go to the Rams or mm-hmm. the Raiders, but the problem is they took it off the board now. Lions are 34th. The Rams have the 36th pick. The Seahawks are in at 37. Titans 41 and Bucks at 50 for teams that in the second round you think would be looking for another quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, man. And does Levis I, even go before Hendon Hooker? I, I don't know, man. I, I think Hendon Hooker honestly has more upside. I, I know people ding him because he was in a, in a quarterback-friendly offense. There he is at home. I, lo- I love the kid. I think he – look, I get that he's 25, so what? Yeah. Who cares? Like, if he gets his first start at 27 years old and he goes and has six, seven years of, like – I mean, again, we've watched quarterbacks play into their late 30s. I don't know why people are this concerned about the age that much anymore. Right. Exactly, man. I'm more concerned – I'm not – I mean, I'm not concerned about the age. I'd be a little concerned, I guess, about the injury, but he'll be fine. I don't really care about the offense that he played in, Heupel's offense. Like, we could do this with C.J. Stroud. We could do it with Hendon Hooker. They made the throws. Yeah, you got speedy wide receivers. It's a wide-open offense, but you still have to make the throws. You have to make the right reads. And Hooker was awesome. Huge win over Alabama. Um, looked like he was going to win the Heisman, and then he got hurt. And, it, and yes. if he doesn't get hurt, Tennessee's in the college football playoff. They were at the beginning they been yeah. in, They would have been in the playoff even with that loss. So... I don't even know that he goes um, Levis before Hendon Hooker. I would take Hendon Hooker. I was going to say, Levis. if you had the choice, and I, I would too. I would too. Like, I get the physical gifts, some of the you know the things that Will Levis can do, but we've yeah. seen this with quarterbacks time and time again. Exactly. And, and look, I, there's a difference between arrogant and confident, yeah. right? Yeah. I want my quarterback confident, but I don't want him arrogant. You know what arrogant is? That's Johnny Manziel. That's Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. That's those types of quarterbacks that, in the end, it becomes about themselves. And after the game... I mean, Zach Wilson. Yeah. They don't put any blame on themselves. Everybody else, it's their fault. They're narcissists. You're right. You're right. And I you, want confident like Joe Burrow. Exactly. I want yeah. somebody that takes the blame. You have to as a quarterback. That's part of it. It's you, If you lose, it's your fault. If you win, it's everybody else. Because no matter what, the spotlight is on the quarterback. Give the mm-hmm. credit to your teammates. Take the blame. That's what a true leader does. And I don't think he's come off as that way. And, and, and that's the thing. Anthony Richardson and all of his interviews with teams, they said he was humble. Really wanted to learn, wanted to grow, wanted That's to get better. He wants to, yes, he, he wants to learn. He puts in the work, man. And what they both are considered projects, but Anthony Richardson has the higher ceiling and has the work ethic and the attitude to show that he will get better versus Will Levis. Some people think this guy thinks that he's God's gift to the NFL, yeah. and maybe this humbled him a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. And like I said, so quarterbacks, if they don't go in the first round, they usually don't go in the second round anymore. They usually go in the third or the fourth round. And I feel like if Will Levis, because, I mean, the embarrassments are I, – I, and, and here's the thing. I'm not a big Levis guy on the field. I have no beef with him off the field. I'm sure he's a good dude. I hate seeing that for him last night, though. Yeah. Man, with the camera on him, I just felt awful for him. And we were talking about it on the podcast today. And uh, my co-host, Sparky, he's like, well, what about Joey Porter Jr. or some of these guys on the defensive side of the ball or Hendon Hooker? I'm like, the difference is nobody's even going to remember that Joey Porter Jr. or you know any of these running backs or any of these outside linebackers or corners, if they don't go in the first round, nobody's really going to remember that, that they went in the second or the third round because you get yep. really good players, really good value picks in the second, third, fourth round. Yep. But quarterbacks, if you don't go in the first round, 
you know, there's probably a 90% chance that you're not going to be any good. And so that's a huge deal for Will Levis. And you lose a lot of money, obviously, slipping out of the first round. So I feel like if he was going to go tonight, like get drafted tonight, he'd probably be in attendance. So him going home saying, screw this, kind of tells me maybe he doesn't even go tonight. So I stayed away from that market. That the would only be other wild thing I could find the third. was the, what position the Dolphins were going to select, and tight end was plus 150. So no draft bets for me tonight, which sucks. Yeah. I keep refreshing, though, hoping that something's going to pop too. up. I was speaking, too. I was speaking in some stuff. There's just nothing right now on BetMGM. It's just harder. It's already a hard enough market for these books, right? And yeah. for us to try and sit there and gauge things for the first round. But now we're just throwing in more variables and trades and uncertainty, and it's, it's just difficult to even create a market for it. Can I convince you on some NBA bets possibly tonight, though? Yeah, hit me with some NBA, I'll give out some baseball, right. and then I'll, I'll probably... I, so what I want to do, man, is I want to bet Golden State to close out the Kings. I I'm think right it's over for you. the Kings. I hate the number, though. What are you doing, though? So I'm actually taking Warriors minus one and a half in the third quarter. The Warriors are plus 19 in their last three third quarters. They've won all three, and now they've got this rotation going on where Steph is playing almost the entire third quarter. That's when the Warriors really turn it on. It's coming out of the locker room in the second half. So literally, for the Warriors to just win the third quarter by two points... That's all you need. And they've done that the last three games. They're plus 19 over the last three combined. So I told you this the other night. I've stayed away from full game spreads and even some of the totals. I've gone quarters and halves. And it's a lot. There, there are fewer variables in that versus all these ebbs and flows and all these runs where, like, you're watching this teams blow big leads like your Bucks. unfortunately. Sorry. We've seen this time and time again. Don't get me started a on spread, those choke artists. A spread and, looks and in now, hand. And now, like, they've turned Giannis's. Uh, post-game presser into this, like, quote, and Nike's using it. You're a one seed that lost to an eight. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, but you know what? Th- again, that I tried doesn't to s- happen in the NBA. I tried to say this last night, and Tristan didn't want to listen to me, but I don't really care. That's a Giannis quote. That's what he will say. That's how I he felt like, speaks publicly. To, like, I, I know, but I really felt like he wanted the Oscar after that game. Maybe. Also the, that's also the culture, though. Like, growing that's up how, in yeah. that, that's oh, the yeah. culture. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I love Giannis. This is no slight towards sure. Giannis. This is no, I'm not bashing him. I'm just a little upset because I lost $1,400, yeah. and then he's telling me that there's no failures, and I'm like, well, you know, losing to a playing team yeah. is kind of a failure. Uh, and probably an easier one. This isn't really going out on a limb. Steph over 31 and a half points. Yeah. It's a closeout game at home. Another one was Steph Curry, though. Steph under three and a half turnovers. The two games they played at home so far, he's had only one turnover in each game. If you look at the home road splits, we'll get into more of this as we kind of get closer to the game. Yeah, I'm going to pull some up right uh, now before we do this. The home road splits for these two teams are drastic. In fact, I mean, listen, if you go, like, Golden State shooting is better. They're getting the free throw line more. The Kings get to the free throw line less. The Warriors turnovers on the road, 16.3 per game in the series, just 11 in each of the home games so far. They're a completely different team. It's what we saw during the regular season, but now they've won a home game, or they've won a road game. And I think that changes the whole momentum of this series even more for them right now. So Steph under three and a half turnovers. Uh, Kevon Looney, six plus assists. Now this is a little bit of an out. This is plus 240, so it's a little bit higher. This is maybe doing more of a sprinkle, but it has hit the last three games. The one I'm more confident in, though, is Kevon Looney over 16 and a half rebounds and assists. He had 2014 and 22 boards in the last three games, nine, six, and seven assists along with that. So that's a little bit of a safer bet. If you want to go out on a limb, get some plus money, take Looney six or more assists at plus 240. That's what I was looking at. I was looking at the rebounds and the assists. Yep. You know, and... Um... I mean, he's been on an absolute tear. So I had that one labeled down. I had Jordan Poole under 16 and a half points. Like you talked about, I think Steph goes off tonight. Steph's playing 41 minutes right now. 
Pool is only averaging 14 points per game right now, He's, so I just thought 16 and a half. I know they're at home. Home, that's the only concern. But that's what I'm looking at. I love the loony look. I'm probably going to join you. I'm going to just, I'm going to be chalky and go over three and a half assists at minus 145. Yeah. Man, seven, six, and nine assists. I do like that in the three games this series. And uh, we're going to play some LeBron props, but we'll save those yeah. for a little bit later. I don't I'm know. Definitely if, yeah, going we'll, with you. We'll get those. to those. I don't know yeah. if you saw LeBron showed up to the arena five hours early today to get work in. Get out! There we go, Velasquez. Sorry, my cubbies. Some so would say the cubbies are gave, back. Gave this out uh, to my boy Keith and my guy Matt Stryker, who one time wrestled The Undertaker. Now they do a great show, Better's Eye, for the Major League Baseball Network. And it's a BetMGM show, so I'm allowed to go on there. <laughs> and I gave out the Cubs money line, minus 105. It's Marcus Stroman Day. He's 2-2 two two this season with a 2.17 ERA. He's got 30 Ks over 29 innings of work. Cubs are fun. They could score runs. And away from Wrigley Field this year, 6-2 and two on the road. So let's hope that they go 7-2. and two over my fish. Right. Really quickly, yep. Mariners money line. Minus 105 right now. The Mariners stink. They're 11 and 14. They're 25th in Major League Baseball. They're hitting 227 as a team. But tonight, it's Luis Castillo night. They're 4 and 1 in his five starts this season. That one loss came in extra innings, so he was out of that game. Blue Jays are the better team, but the Mariners have been really good against the American League East, actually, the last year. They've won 12, 12 of their last 14 against the division, and it's uh, Manoa going for the Blue Jays tonight. An ERA of 10 in his last two home starts. Blue Jays have lost 13 of their last 18 against the AL East. So I love the Mariners tonight. Also like the over in that game. I like the first five under four and a half in Dodgers Cardinals. That's coming up here. Uh, the Dodgers have Dustin May on the mound. He has been dominant against the Cardinals. So Nolan Arenado hitless in six at-bats against May. Paul Goldschmidt hitless in three at-bats. Small sample size, I know, against Dustin May. But the Cardinals lineup tonight, one through nine. Two for 17 against Dustin May with just a double. And uh, he's done a really good job so far this season. Limiting homers, keeping the ball in the park. He's only given up one homer, actually, this season. So I like his end. And then Jack Flaherty looks healthy finally this season. He's 1-1 one one with a 1-5-0 ERA and five career starts against the Dodgers. He's only given up three earned runs in 18 innings at Dodger Stadium. And the Dodgers lineup tonight. As we refresh, 8 for 42 with three homers against them. So love the first five, under four and a half. I don't like the full game under because both bullpens the last week of the uh, season, terrible. So then the other one, Phillies money line plus 125. I know who the Steelers are about to take. The who pick is in as the second round has just started. Do you want to know or do you want to see it live, Burlow? Uh, as a Steelers fan. Let's go no tip. No tip picks. Okay. Are you, no tip picks? I was no. going to say no, but also we're running up against a break. Well, let them know then. Let them know All his right. team. At the, with pick number 32, technically it's 32, your Pittsburgh Steelers select Joey Porter Jr. Uh, yeah, that was about It is as... the perfect pick, falling there, keep it in the family, they needed a corner anyway, it makes so much sense. I wanted Washington to draft him. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean listen, we still got our corner, so I'm fine with I it. I should have played that, man. Yep. Damn it, why wasn't that on the Come board? Come on! Roger we knew, we knew they were going corner. It made so much sense.